0: And speaking of labor unions and um, the important work they do, uh, Jonathan Smith of the New York Postal Workers Union, uh, thank you for uh, coming on WBAI tonight. We want to hear more about what's going on with the Postal Service and what you all are doing to try to keep the Postal Service, uh, get it back on track. Uh, You need to unmute. Uh,
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, hear you fine.
1: OK, Um, I would before we get started, I would like to make a comment about the strike, um, uh-huh. how important it is to the postal workers, because we refer to our strike of 1970 as the great postal strike. And it's the shoulders of the giants of, of, of the generations that came before us that we're standing on today. And a lot of people, are a lot of the young postal workers are not aware of all these privileges that they have from work conditions to wages and stuff was because of the strike that they had when they took a chance on losing everything because it was illegal. It was a wildcat track. And they told them that if you went on strike, you was going to lose it. And I can remember a video that I saw one time and a woman said, well, you could lose everything. You can lose your job. You can lose your plus, everything that you work for. Why would you go on strike? And she said, I knew that I had to make things better for the generation coming behind me. And that always stuck with me And that's Mm. one of the reasons I'm in the position that I'm in today because of those powerful words about, you know, sometimes we go to work and we expect things to be perfect, but a union's job is to make things better. And I know that they are much better for me today than they were for them. And it's my job today to make it better for the generation coming after me.
0: Right. And also I think it's striking. I mean, with, with the, you have the, the workers at Columbia uh, on Thursday. We're going to learn about the election outcome with, with the Starbucks uh, union organizing in in Buffalo, where uh, uh, mostly younger workforce is clamoring uh, to unionize and and trying to overcome all the obstacles that uh, the leadership of Starbucks is throwing it in, in their way. And uh, so it's it, it's a, a powerful moment uh, for labor organizing um, in, in this country right now. And yeah, again, the, the the post we have four postal workers unions in this country, including the postal workers union. You lead the New York chapter. Um, can you talk about what what's going on with the post office right now? We're in the holiday season. It's the kind of the peak uh, time for the postal service yet. Um, somebody that Donald Trump appointed is still at the helm. And I understand is implementing a lot of uh, measures that, that maybe aren't best for either um, uh, customers or workers at the Postal Service?
1: Yes. um, First of all, let me say that the Postal Workers are very, we are very proud of what we do. Um, When we hear that we are the most liked government agency at the 92%, we we take pride in that because of the service that we deliver to the American people. What we were most upset about, especially in the Trump era, is how he tried to politicize the Postal Service uh, and, and make it as though we had a horse in the race, whether we delivered Democratic mail, Republican mail. No, what we delivered was American mail. And what the joy has done since he's come into office in um, June of 2020, he has taken common sense out of mail delivery, where he says that he's going to raise the prices while give the American people less service. Um, the people that I represent says that's unacceptable. Because people are used to the postal service being exceptional. Um, This time of year is the year that we're most excited about. Yes, it's a lot of stress and stuff that's going on. But we want to make sure that people have the greatest holiday possible by making sure not only that they get those gifts, but they get those gifts on time. And and DeJoy says that he's going to take all the mail off of the planes and he's going to put them all on trucks, which is going to. And by doing that, October 1st, he changed the delivery standards. Now, we were already unhappy with the delivery standards of the mail. But by saying, giving himself two more days to deliver the mail, he's given a false impression that now the mail is on time when it is not. So and we just want the American people to know um, that we have the same frustration that you have when you go to your neighborhood post office and you go in there and you see eight windows and there's only two clerks at the window. And a lot of times the American people think, well, there's people sitting in the back that just don't want to work. No, that's sometimes the entirety of our staffing, that we're fighting to get these windows open, to get the service that the people deserve, that we should not have lines going outside the door. And we want to also... Tell the American people that the Postal Service should be giving you more. We should be uh, doing things like um, simple, um, like postal banking where you could come into the post office and you can um, have a small bank account, where you could come into the post office and you can make copies. How many times you're in the city and say, where can I make a copy? You should be able to come right to the post office and do those things. Um, financial services should be something that we give to deliver- the American people. Why? Because in the Constitution, it doesn't say a postal business. It says we are a postal service, and any service that we can give the American people is what we want to do.
0: Right. And if you went to postal banking, I mean, that could be an alternative to people having to go through, uh, you know, these check cashing agencies and uh, other outlets that that siphon off a a big part of their uh, of their paycheck.
1: They take advantage of these communities by going to these payday loans. They take advantage of these communities. Uh, They take money out of their check that they should not have to give their hard-earned money for the simple fact that all they want to do is cash their checks. And it's not like it's something that we have not done before. From 19, I believe it was 1911 to 1967, we did postal banking and it was very successful. And postal banking is done in other countries. This should be something that we're offering the American people. Don't um, make it uh, look as though that the postal service is past its time. Don't make it look as though that the postal service cannot meet its mission, what we need to do is we need an opportunity to show the people what we've always done. We deliver.
0: Right, and, and if we could just go back here just to break down th- things a little bit. Uh, <laughs> when, when, when you talk about how the, the, the delivery standards were changed on October 1st, I mean, it, first of all, the idea that mail that was once uh, transported in planes is now being put in trucks. I mean, this is a a, a very large country. So um, that, I mean, what's the next step uh, going back to the Pony Express? But anyway, um, you know, so so they're essentially moving the goalposts and saying, what, you know, five day delivery is now the new three day delivery. And um, uh, it's really incredible. And, and, you know, I I don't think the public, you know, realizes what's going on here.
1: Well, I think, uh, I like to say that when it doesn't make common sense, it just doesn't make sense. And, uh, and it's not like they're trying to hide what they're trying to do because he put it in the form of a 10 year plan. And he said, and in the 10 year plan, if you read that document, it's, it's only about 57, 58 pages where he talks about raising rates twice a year where he talks about changing the delivery standards, where he's talking about the closing and consolidation of processing centers, where he talks about taking the mail off the plane and putting it on the truck. It just does not make common sense. And it does not work. So we need somebody that's more interested in giving a service to the American people than to making their Republican counterparts, which he's contributed to many years, happy that's, he's not the leader that the postal service should have in Mr. Lewis DeJoy.
0: Right. And and, I mean, another impact when we talk about the, um, the, I guess the almost privatization of some of these uh, um, uh, surface transit centers where uh, like uh, the mail and the packages are handled. uh, They're now what going more to a a temporary workforce that doesn't, doesn't have the full, uh, civil service status and 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 i understand there that sometimes these people are in and out of there very quickly and and you now have a more unstable workforce
1: absolutely he's developed these surface transfer centers um these what he calls these these um mail processing hubs but what he's doing is he's advertising it as though they are a part of the postal network which they are not and he's hiring people from the street without any background checks, like the uh, postal workers go through a background check, because what's important to us is also the security of your mail. So... Um, he's doing these things, and even though he's advertising it as postal workers, there are no postal workers working in these facilities. So um the American people need to know this is nothing more than pseudo-privatization. That's why I laughed at the Board of Governors meeting when the former Ron Bloom says, Well, if we would be putting all this money into our into our infrastructure and we'll be putting on this money into getting new trucks. How can we want to privatize the postal service? Well, I've told him I've never seen anybody that wanted to share, sell their house, not fix up their house first so they can get the most they can get for their house. So this is the equivalent of what they're doing.
0: Right. And, and I understand like, there's one uh, very uh, massive uh, uh, distribution center over in Jersey city uh, that's um, unused right now or underutilized?
1: Well, there's the um, the National, National Distribution, Distribution Center. Center over in Jersey City. Um, that's where they took a lot of that mail, and they're transferring it out to the STC Center in Phillipsburg, New Jersey, which is a long way away. So they take the mail all the way out to Phillipsburg, New Jersey, to bring it all the way back to where the National Distribution Center already was. And they're claiming that they put this, in place because of the overflow of mail that's in that facility, where there is no overflow of mail in that facility. What they did was they took this mail out to the surface transfer center. So instead of paying the workers $20 an hour, they could pay them $8 an hour. And and instead of having the mail secure uh, by changing the delivery standards, then it made it easier for them to do this. Because if you look at the last report from the postal service, even though it takes more time for it to get there because the delivery standards have changed. Like you said, they moved the goalposts. Now their report saying that they're delivering the mail at a 92 to 93% on time rate, which we know is a lot. Your common sense tells you that when you're sitting at home waiting for a package one and a half to two weeks, do you feel like that's on time? (laughs) No. Uh, So
0: what's going on uh, at, at the national level? Why, why, why hasn't President Biden and his administration um, made changes to uh, get this uh, Trump operative out of there? Uh, Louis well, President
1: Biden has taken the first steps to correcting this situation. He's just recently um, nominated someone to take Ron Bloom As of tomorrow, a matter of fact, Ron Bloom' term is up. And he also recommended uh, somebody to take Bodger's place, which was supposed to change the dynamic of the Board of Governors because the president does not have the power to remove the postmaster general. That power is invested in the Board of Governors, who's supposed to be a representative of the American people. The problem that we might have with that is uh, Lee Moke is on there. Lee Moke was the same person that voted in favor of the 10-year plan. Lee Mook has showed his support for Louis DeJoy. Lee Moke is supposedly a Democrat, but nothing in his actions says he's a Democrat. So Lee Moke might be a Democrat, but if he's voting with the Republican, we still might not have enough votes to remove Louis DeJoy as Postmaster General of the Postal Service.
0: Right, because the, the, that Board of Governors, uh, when it's fully stocked, has n- nine members and five from the party that controls the White House and four from the... Other party, and it sounds like you have a situation where the Democrats would hold five seats, but one of those five people, uh, Lee Moak, is uh, voting with the Republicans. Uh, uh, that must be, yeah, as you're saying, that, that must be frustrating.
1: I'm hoping that he's not voting with the Republican, but sometimes when you look at someone's history and what he's done already, I'm not confident that he would vote the right way and do the right thing because since he's been there he's gone along with the program that everything that hurts the american people and holds hurts the postal service so his history that i'm seeing in, in supporting the 10-year plan and supporting lewis DeJoy does not give me confidence that he would vote in favor of getting rid of lewis DeJoy. Mm. and uh, uh
0: before we wrap up here uh, any final thoughts on uh, how, how the public can uh, get involved, either uh, learn more about this, or if there's um, o- other ways they can um, you know, uh, uh, join you all in standing up for having a sound and uh, vibrant postal service in this country?
1: Well, what the public can do right now, there is postal Legislative Postal Service Reform Act, that's HR 3076. They can call their representatives and say, we want... Um, uh, the postal service reform act that would, uh, get rid of the PAEA postal accountability and enhancement act where we pay benefits 75 years into the future for people that's not born yet. It would also make the postal service more accountable in their reporting process to, to the American people. This would be a big step in, um, helping get in the Postal Service the relief that we need and hopefully the new Postmaster that we need. But we need that that legislation to get through, and it's going to be very important to get that legislation through because um, we don't know what's going to happen with this COVID virus, but what we do know, the safest way to vote is vote by mail. We need to make sure that that ability to vote by mail to let your democratic rights be served and your voices to be heard stays in place.
0: Okay, well, we'll leave it there. But uh, Jonathan Smith, president of the New York Postal Workers Union, thank you so much for joining us this evening on WBAI radio.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you so much for what you do for labor.
0: Right on. Always. All right. We will be back after uh, this short break.